What's up? I'm Jack. I'm Zach. I'm Cameron. And I'm Schmidt. And we're Joey's Boys Podcast. It's your boy Schmidt from the FC basketball game. Come out tonight, January 11, 2019, Friday, for the FC versus Cox basketball game. It's the rivalry game, biggest game of the season so far. Also, you have the opportunity to win free burritos from most for a year. Who doesn't want free burritos from a year? All you have to do is go to the table next to the library during one lunch and sign up, put your name in the raffle for a dollar. If your name is selected, you get the chance to shoot a half-court shot at halftime, and if you make it, you get free burritos for a year. Doesn't that sound awesome? For sure. This is Zach from Joey's Boys Podcast, and today I'm going to be talking about what happens when you get arrested. So, once you are arrested, you will be taken into custody. Usually, you will be driven in a police car to a local jail. After your arrest, you will generally be asked two types of questions. Routine questions and then interrogation. Routine questions do not require a Miranda warning. They involve questions that are necessary or routine in the booking process. Some examples of routine booking questions are your name and address, your identifiers, like your driver's license number, where you work, emergency contact information, or any medical conditions that you receive treatment for. As long as these questions are somehow related to your stay while in jail, it will be considered a routine booking question. If the, start, if the questions start to involve the reason for your arrest, then the questioning becomes a custodial interrogation. Hey guys, it's Cameron speaking, and I'm going to be talking about custodial interrogation. And this is what happens after you're arrested and you've been pre-questioned. A custodial interrogation is where you are asked questions after you've been arrested and are still in the custody of the police. Before you can be asked questions while you're in custody, the police must read you a set of Miranda rights, which are your basic fundamental rights. They go like this. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say may be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to an attorney. If you cannot afford an attorney, one will be provided for you. Any statements obtained during the arrest without the police reading you them Miranda rights, that can be suppressed in the court. See you. Alright, so what happens after booking? After booking, you will be held until you are arraigned. This is a procedure where a local judge will advise you on what you are officially being charged with. The judge will also set your bail. Judges should also inquire whether you want a lawyer appointed to represent you. If you indicate that you do want a court-appointed lawyer, most jurisdictions will require you to complete an affidavit verifying that you do not have the resources to pay for a lawyer before they will finally appoint you one. After arraignment, you may post bond. Bond is what the judge sets for you to get out of jail. Make sure that you list clear and correct contact information on your bond. This is where the court will send your court date notices if your case goes forward. All right, time for our arrest story. On Saturday, August 26, 2017, a Florida man was pulled over by the name of Patreon Stokes, 
26 years old. He was flying down the highway and had a seven-month-old baby in the seat next to him. When the cop pulled him over, the cop happened to smell a little bit of weed. This rose some suspicions with the cop as he smelled weed while the man was driving with the seven-month-old baby next to him. Unacceptable. So, the cop asked him to leave the car and therefore conducted a search of the car. While searching the car, he found 197 grams of methamphetamine, rock cocaine, and four grams of heroin. He also found a scale. <laughs> he then also found a little bit of marijuana, which gave off the smell of the weed that gave the officer probable cause to search the car. He also found a substantial amount of money, around over a thousand dollars. The op, the op, the cop charged Stokes with trafficking methamphetamine, trafficking heroin, possession of cocaine with the intent to sell, manufacture or deliver, possession of marijuana, and possession of drug equipment. He was then arrested and taken to the Marion County Jail. When he got to the jail, they could not find the money that the cops had originally stated that the man had on him. The, the man, Stokes, was trying to say that the cop had already taken the money. They conducted a further search and found the, and found the money to be shoved in the man's rectum. This led to another charge of trying to hide evidence. Stokes was then um, put in jail and had to await trial. <laughs> Zach, do you have anything to add or say about this case that you found with your own conducted research? Yes. Deputies observed $20 bills falling from Stokes' buttocks area after necessarily a necessary and undesirable process for everyone involved. Deputies located $1,090 in U.S. currency hidden in Stokes' rectum.